At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you think about taking stock of what makes you feel good, or better and what makes you feel worse. It's amazing how many times people have no clue why they don't feel so good. They're speakers, authors, and real life rock stars, bringing you life-changing thoughts that rock, taking conversation all the way to 11. Most shows only go to 10. Well, it's one louder, isn't it? These go to 11. To 11. This is Thoughts That Rock. Now, here are your hosts, Jim Knight and Brant Menswar. What's happening, friends? What's up, Thought Rockers? Thought <laughs> Rockers, that sounds so dirty. What's up, Thought Rockers? It's your favorite podcast, Thoughts That Rock, where we tackle issues that we are made aware of that you're struggling with, and we find incredible guests to give you great advice. Uh, I have to say that this episode is one of our all-time favorites no doubt. in the four years that we've been doing this. Yeah. It, and honestly, I think when Rachel sent this to us and said, this is going to be my topic, it's how to feel better. I think I was like, oh, that's cute. There, there better be some substance in there. And she had this tagline, uh, how to feel better as you live, lead and succeed. And even then I was a little bit dubious, but a lot of faith in Rachel because we love her. It's Rachel Sheeran, yeah. our good friend who yes. we've known for a couple of years now. Um, Phenomenal. She's a keynote speaker, mm -hmm. uh, an MC. She, yep. does, she MCs conferences. Yes. She's an employee engagement she's consultant. She's a rapper. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. What was the one she thing? Said that she's an out? MC. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I, I would. Get, I would I, love I to see saying. that. I'd pay for that. For her to rap. I would. That would be everything at a conference. That's all she does. She speaks and rap. What was the thing in her bio that really stood out that you were like, what? She's a what? She's a certified professional behavior analyst. Yeah. A CPBA, which is a freaking big deal. It's like, uh, you got to be really smart to be one of those. Yeah. And she is. And she has actually helped, um, knowing her background, build uh, multi-million dollars uh, sales teams. I mean, for, for Ritz-Carlton and Walmart and Hilton and Berkshire Hathaway. So she's got that sales background, stepped mm -hmm. into being this uh, this speaker, soon to be an author, which sort of revolves around the topic. I mean, the yeah. name of the book is Better, How uh -huh. to Feel Good as You Live, Lead, and Succeed. Um, she's got her own consulting business uh, called The Magnet Method. Just, uh, I, don't, I don't know that I've laughed as hard as I've laughed and was amazed and inspired at the same time in an episode in a very long time. I wrote more crap down from this interview that is amazing that I will have to burn into my memory because the information was so good. Listen, anybody that has letters after their name, yes, you know, like I have BAMF at the end of, of my name and that just stands for badass mother. You know what I'm saying? That's what oh I'm saying. God. Bamf, but it is not certified. So it doesn't really count, <laughs> but she 
is a certified professional behavior analyst and could probably do us both a lot of good if we sat down on a couch with her for a few probably. minutes. Probably. I feel like we did. We really did. I feel so much better talking to her. She, so I feel like I just got a therapy lesson. I'm telling you, she is a bottle of joy that just explodes and is amazing. And this was one of our all-time favorite conversations. Yeah, if you, you, you definitely have to go look at her bio in the show notes, but I'm telling you, you will do yourself a disservice if that's all you do. Just listen to this episode. You, there's no way that you can't feel better. So much fun, right? I'm a bamf. Check it out. Yeah. Rachel Sheeran is in the house. Yes. What up? What up? What up? My two favorite co-hosts. Hello. <laughs> I wish I could say the same thing. <laughs> what? Listen. And go. Stop talking. Five seconds in. Stop talking and let the guest actually share some wisdom for once. <laughs> you know, I wish wonderful. I wish this podcast was fun. That's you know, that's what I really wish. As I listen every week, I wish I, this podcast was that fun. That should be the title. It should be how to make thoughts at rock fun. That's right. You know, I've listened to you done. for four years. I've been and, asking um, this question for hundreds of episodes. And finally we have someone who's <laughs> gonna be able to help us out. <laughs> Rachel, Absolutely. we're so happy to see you here. We, we go a couple years back. I think we were just talking before yep. uh, we logged on pre-COVID and uh, physically haven't had a chance to see each other. But, uh, man, you're, you're just you're killing it out there on the circuit. We see that you're doing so many awesome things. I mean, obviously, we just talked about it in the intro. And, and again, everybody should check out her bio. But yep. we're just so thankful that you jumped on here to help us on this interesting topic, like how to feel better. Which if we just stop there, who wouldn't want to feel better? But specifically, as you live, lead, and succeed. And like we said in the intro, I know that's tied around to your book. So we're, we're excited to hear from you. What is your first thought that rocks on how to feel better? You got to take stock, Jim. Uh, when you think about taking stock of what makes you feel good, or better and what makes you feel worse, it's amazing how many times people have no clue why they don't feel so good. You know, it's like, oh, I don't know why I'm so irritated with my kids. And then you say, well, how much sleep did you get last night? And they're like, five hours. And you're like, hmm, that's not normal. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's a, that's an easy example, right? You know, we know that when we don't get enough sleep, we maybe aren't the most patient person to be around. Okay. You you take a couple days of that, a couple weeks of that. Shout out to new parents, right? Mm -hmm. They've experienced it. Um, but then it's amazing how we are searching for answers all the time. We, especially in a consumerism culture, we're like, well, maybe we'll buy this thing or maybe we'll get a pedicure. And y'all, I don't know how many pedicures you've gotten, but if we ever go for pedicures together, I'm telling you right now, I, I want the fastest pedicure person in the world. I want, mm. I want somebody to do it in 20 minutes, which is why weirdly enough, I will get my pedicures at the airport because they're always <laughs> expecting you to be in a rush. Smart. So if you take stock, you know, it's as simple as if you're listening right now, you just take stock. What energizes you? What depletes you? What's your energy ebb and flow like? So, I mean, what about you guys? What is something that you know is a go-to energizer for you? Um, Definitely pedicures. Drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. Welcome to uh, the punk rock edition of Thoughts uh, That Rock. Yes. Uh, I think. question. So this is, uh, I'll give you one that is, I would probably say for both of us, falls on both sides. So it's an energizer and a depleter, and that's philanthropy. Um, we love doing it. We love giving back to whatever it might be. But if it gets too much, 
it actually ends up depleting us from the stuff that we need to get done, right? Um, if we're yeah. giving away too much, it's, it ends up being a challenge, I think. I know there are people mm. who say you can't give away enough, but that's, I don't believe that's true. Um, I think that the act of giving, the seeing somebody get something from what you're doing, that reward of seeing somebody really benefit from, from the altruistic gesture, um, but at the same time, if all you're doing is that, <laughs> next thing you know, you can't pay rent and it's like, oh, well, what happened with all my time while I was volunteering, I was giving, I was doing this. And, you know, we always believe a lot of that stuff comes back to you. But at the same time, um, I think that's one that's maybe one of the only ones I can think of that would fall on both sides, depending upon if you're not careful of, of managing your time. Well, I, that's vital. My mind sort of fall on both sides. I think I don't really like networking per se, but I love spending time with people that are in the same world that we're in. So I know that you just went on a mastermind. Yep. It, the three of us, all three of us are speakers, soon to be author. Again, congratulations mm -hmm. coming up. I think when I can hang out with people who have different innovative, creative ideas. And in fact, we just, we went to lunch and we were talking about some things that, that I could be doing or that you are doing. And I go, man, that is pretty cool. I don't want to do the exact same thing, but, but as a catalyst, you've got my synapses firing. So I think hanging out yeah. with other people that that have like-minded or, or, or at least like businesses, how do you spell does inspire synapses? me? Synapses. Synapses. I'll work pulling on that. out the freaking 50 cent words, then, Rachel. It's, it's the only thing I can do. I got to look smart by using some big words. I don't mean to be insipid or altruistic. Oh my I'm gosh. Just... Stop it. For those speakers out there, just go ahead and get a thesaurus and Jim right. Knight as your you know friend. What? Let's we keep got this. it fourth grade. That's the deal. Yeah. I signed on if we kept it. this at a fourth grade level. I like people who speak. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Speaking I love it. Is good. Well, and if I could be so bold, like I'm looking at you guys right now, and I think this podcast is an energizer for you, right? Because like if one of you is on one level, maybe another one's feeling really high vibration, another low vibration, like, you know, typically that rising tide is going to lift you both. But then yeah. there are things in all of our lives, right? That are, uh, you know, energizers. Like to me, I'm like, you know, talking with other people, absolutely an energizer. Um, You, you know, lucky me speaking on stage, energizer. Oh. I, you know, it's a depleter writing. Boy, it was hard to write this book. Mm -hmm. I talked this book mostly out and had a fantastic editor uh, try and control my squirrel brain. Uh, emails. You know what? I could pen pal with people all the time. Attendees, my meeting planner friends, association colleagues, whatever it is, I can be like, hey, how's the kids? Uh, show me pictures of your new puppy. You know, like, congratulations on your engagement. But if someone is literally like, Rachel, send your bio and headshot, I'm like, oh, I'm melting. <laughs> Even though it is, of course, on my website, on an event planner's page. Yeah. Like yeah. there's something about administrative work that I'm like, I, and I want to blame some way. ADHD or something, yes. but no, it's, it's just me. But here's the thing, y'all. So, you know, I didn't get into business or, and I'm not gonna, trying to go through life with stuff that weighs me down, yep. but I can't banish it. I can't delegate it. I can't, um, you know, grin and bear it unless I name it. Yeah. And so this idea of, you know, building, feeling better when people, you know, for a long time, I talked about happiness and burnout in this connection that happiness really has between success. The happier you are, the more successful you are. Happier the NBA player is, the more points they score. The happier the insurance salesperson is, the more policies they sell. Yeah. I mean, we could go on and on and on about this correlation. But the thing is, is that when you ask people, hey, how you feeling? They're like, oh, you know, and it's a groan because yeah. we're fatigued, we're overwhelmed, we're burned out 
out. Uh, we're tired. There's a bunch of other stuff going on in the world and we haven't recovered from most of it. We're mm -hmm. grieving, actively grieving mm -hmm. all the time, invisibly and, you know, outwardly. And when you think about like what you really want, most people just want to feel better. And step one's got to be taking stock of what's making you feel good. Yeah. And honestly, what makes you feel bad and saying, can I delete it? Yep. Can I delegate it? Or can I just do the damn thing? Yeah. yeah. And yes, it is true. Sometimes I do the damn thing and I'm like, okay, how fast can I do this in? Yeah. But I'm a fast paced person. <laughs> I want to race through it all. And maybe that, you know, like maybe that's helpful for somebody out there listening. It's like, can you gamify it? Yeah. You know, because yeah. you've got to own your role, y'all. You know, in that um, you had a great episode with Jeffrey Shaw recently. And in it, you all made this really interesting comment I agree with. And I disagree with it. at the same time. You said that, you know, like, I think everybody wants to be their own business owner. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hell yeah, we do. Like, we're unemployable. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to own our own <laughs> yeah. businesses, yeah. right? Because we're so entrepreneurial and creative and like, you know, we're, we're running our own ships here. But I think not everybody does. But that's an inside job, right? Yeah. We've got to own our role that no one's going to be the leader better than us. No one's going to be the CEO of our life, the CFO of our life, yeah. um, the CHRO, right? Yeah. Sometimes you need to fire people from your life because if I'm telling you right now, and mom, I'm so sorry. I always use this example. If you're listening, I know you never fire do. It's mom. okay, mom. <laughs> I can see it coming. Listen, but can I tell you a depleter was talking to my mother at night because my mother's retired because my mother lives on a small Island where there's lots of drama. And I caught myself listening to her for an hour, hour and a half yep. at the end of a long day where I was excited to connect with her and she was excited to vent. And so, yes. you know what I do when I get in the car, I call my mother. If you have them, if you're lucky enough to have a mother to call yes. and, and it's, it's good for you. <laughs> call them twice, twice, twice a week from yep. the car where you say, my, I got 15 minutes before I'm at the yep. doctor's office. Yep. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Smart. And so, you know, my mom is, is a depleter in, in that way, you know, yeah. and yeah. that's not her fault. It's my job to run my life like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think before we go to the second thought, I will say this is speaking my language because, again, we were just talking about this. I used to teach time management. And as I get older, I find myself just getting buried in the thick of thin things. I, you know, I, I tell people this is what you should be doing and, and prioritizing <laughs> the things you should be working on. And in fact, I need this advice from you. I need these people around me to say, let's just focus on the things that are going to get the biggest impact. Like you said, as an energizer and these things that are going to detract and take away from your ultimate mission, they're just wasting time. They're always going to be there. And it's just so funny. I got caught up in my own trap that I talk about with other people. So <laughs> I, I love this. And I'm sure there are people right now listening, going, I got so much on my plate, but if you could just do that, that taking stock and go one or two activities will give you enough juice to get you through whatever your season is right now. Right. I think yeah. that's what you're saying. Awesome. Well, to your point too, you know, it, it's exactly what I'm saying. It's funny. It reminds me of two things. Number one, that, that quote that, um, uh, teachers and speakers, we teach what we need to learn. It's so funny, right? Like I'm a burnout and happiness speaker. Like burnout is so real for me so many times over. Yep. So hearing you be like, oh, I've got to take my own medicine on it. It's like, yes, isn't that exciting? There's still more to learn, more to do, totally. especially in different seasons of your life, right? Yep. Um, but Brent, you know, to your point about saying, hey, you know, like there's that phil um, you know, philanthropic side to y'all and it's very important. It's, it is an energizer, but then it like goes into the shadow area where it yep. becomes a depleter. Yep. There's 
there's a phrase I love to deliver in my keynotes. It says that givers need boundaries because takers rarely have any. Ooh, Ooh mm. preach, girl. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where, you know, as like a signature thought of mine, those depleters, you know, anyone out there listening, it's the reason I use my mom as an example. It's really hard to love things and then have them switch into the depleter mode. Yeah. And, uh, you know, anyone out there needing permission, well, that's why you're listening to Thoughts That Rock. So yes. hopefully that helps you feel good. It does. I'm writing that down. I'm going to have it tattooed on my friggin' body. <laughs> All right. Matching tattoos. Yes. I've been waiting for somebody, Brant. Let's <laughs> freaking go. Where are you going to put yours? You know, so listen, let's use a real life example with this man <laughs> right here. So I've been telling him, his agent's been begging him for a new freaking speaker reel for a long time. And Jeez. I'm I've been telling him that him being on stage is the energizer. He loves it. He lives for it, period. But writing this book, this third book of the three book series is a depleter. He's he's gotta do it. He knows because it will end up hopefully producing him being on stage. But that's like to me setting up a whole row of dominoes and starting three quarters of the way down and trying to go, I'm gonna knock that domino down. But what about all these that we could be knocking down now if you got your goddamn speaker reel done like she's been asking for and I've been telling you for months. Mm -hmm. While these are all falling down, you could be writing so that by the time you get to that other one, you've got what you need. Rachel, so, what's your second thought? Thank you so much, Rachel, Rachel on, for smacking him across the face like he needed I to hear today. I'll give I'll give a Nothing bonus I'll give a bonus factoid. Um, we all know Allison Levine, incredible yes. uh, Mount Everest oh. climber and keynote speaker. Somebody yes. recently told me that Allison Levine has built her entire career with no speaker reel. So, Jim, you do whatever you want. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you're you. welcome. Brant, I do agree. Also climbed the seven highest peaks in the world twice. So. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, screw but, you with a blood snowshoeing across Antarctica. But you know what? Jim's hair could be an honorary eighth it's peak. True. Okay. It's true. It's an energizer. Oh, man. Right. We're Wait having too much fun, but. Well, well, here's here's the thing, Jim, I have to defend you because you are part of my journey into the speaker world. Uh, um, you, you probably don't remember this, but I do because it's a moment that changed my life. We were in Baltimore. I was not a speaker. I was in, instead a director of sales at a catering company. I'm from the events and meeting planning world. And it was the NACE conference, I think 2013 or 2014. Okay. Yeah. And you did um, Thoughts That Rock. And I remember you showing, there's a couple of things that remind me. Number one, I thought for a second it was Guy Fieri on stage and I was really excited. And then I was like, Jim Knight, okay, I'll take it. Uh, which by the way, if, if, Guy is, if Guy is listening, please hire all of us or at least me. Um, yes. But secondly, you got on stage and I remember you showed um, a video of a popular chicken chain restaurant, which I won't mention. And I remember being like, I was sobbing in the audience. Everyone with me was sobbing in the audience. And yeah. then in like a minute later, you were having us laugh our heads off. And I remember looking to my friend, Aaron, who will definitely listen to this podcast. Hey, Aaron. Um, I looked at her. She was a mentor of mine at the time. And I said, I don't know what just happened, but God, I wish I had that job. And you were the first uh, keynote speaker I ever saw that what? like was... It was so good. It was so good. It, I was like became like a gym night super fan on that. We yeah. can end right Jesus. here. Mark that draw. Oh my god! Video oh for my something. Gosh. And, 
The so hair I, grew you know, three times that day. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. Yes. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, we, I loved it. I've seen video of you and, uh, you know, when you had your podcast also during the pandemic, uh, honestly, I mean, I know we talked a lot about this in the intro. You you own it. I mean, you were made for this as well. And, and it just, whatever jobs you've had, whether it's director of sales or whatever else, probably helped you get to where you are. But now this is it. Like you definitely do I not know. need to work for anybody ever again. Mm. And and I'm in awe of you, especially we talked about this. You're an MC for events now. Yep. And that's that's something I don't like doing. I don't know if that's something in your wheelhouse, but uh, I just I just think you're fantastic. I think our, the love of where one of our good buddies <laughs> is Brett Colts. And and as Brett likes to say, you bring light. And that's literally what you do. You 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 bring light uh, to every scenario you're in, whether it's podcast, stage, books, it doesn't matter. Um, when you bring light like you do, you you shine it on everybody. And I think yeah. that that's something that's why you're experiencing the success that you have and why you're going to experience all that more because of, of that light. So we thank you for sharing that thank with us. You. And there are other people that Thanks. the room lights up after they leave. <laughs> 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 okay, you big okay. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by la quinta by window your work can take you all over the place like texas you've never been but it's going to be great because you're staying at la quinta by window their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead and after you can unwind using their free high-speed wi-fi tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book your stay today at lq.com uh, I love it. Well, it kind of leads into if y'all are cool with it. My second tip. There we go. along. She's like, I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> producing our show. You see that? So good. Well, listen, you know, it takes it dream work, teamwork. And I think, you know, for a second tip for the feeling better, especially as you this is probably more on the lead and succeed side of things. But I found a ton of uh, benefit in understanding the if then ideas are them. Let's restart that understanding the if then correlations of action. And what do I mean by if then did y'all ever take deductive logic in school? Oh, Have you ever yeah. heard of that? It's my favorite okay. math class. It, you know what? Same brand because it had no letters or I mean, sorry, it had no numbers. That's right. right? You're That's like, right. talk to me about if then. And so this idea of if then actually as a formulation, and it's something I talk a lot about in my book, if you put it as a format or strategy for your life, you understand not just how to celebrate but how to increase your gratitude and also to how to check you on your own stuff. Because again, just like nobody can be the leader of your life. Well, a lot of times we also have to be, um, you know, the decider of our life. We have to be the celebrator, the applauding audience of our mm -hmm. life. And so when you think about if then goals, it's if I get this, uh, maybe like if I get to this revenue, then I'm going to do what? Because y'all, how many times do we succeed, 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 and it takes, you know, three months, four years, a, 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 you know, half a dozen decades, whatever it is, we get there and we're like, this rocks. All right, next. We make one post about it. Next. Mm -hmm. How about what would life look like if you thought of if then or if this, then that? What would you take out of your life if I um, if or when if you're going to be a manifester, when I get to this, then I'm going to that because, you know, Ed Vester's one again, a great mountain climber, one of my favorite keynote speakers. He's got this awesome quote. He says, getting to the top is optional, but getting back down is mandatory. Mm. It's not a successful climb to the top if you just get there. Right. 
It's the trip down. And ever since I read his book, maybe five, six years ago and got to see him speak, introduce him on stage, all that stuff. I've been thinking about why do we discount the way down? And if then thinking is super helpful for me. So, you know, um, sharing the wealth, celebrating the wealth. Like, uh, let me ask you guys, you've had incredible successes, book launches, um, record-breaking years. You know, you've also had incredible losses and periods of deep, deep sadness. Mm -hmm. When you think about the if-then, like, how do you all currently celebrate? Like, what's your favorite mode and methodology? Do you have a framework for that? We usually go get a bucket of meat. We do. We get our feet massaged <laughs> at the do. same time in the we same do. room. No, and not we with go the bucket see, of meat. And then we, not with the bucket of meat gross. there. And then we go see a movie. We do. He's not even lying. We go to, to what is it? Uh, uh, Smoky Bones. Smoky Bones. And we order a bucket of meat. It's literally a bucket with a bunch of meat on top that's still cooking. And then we go get foot massages um, at Happy Feet. And then- uh, well, we don't make eye contact. Uh, we don't. We don't look at each other. No. Although we've got some amazing stories from we those do. episodes that will have to be behind the scenes. Um, but what I will say is is this, Rachel, and I think going back to- So Allie Levine is a is such a good friend. And and um, actually, she literally just- You reminded me. I have to text her back. <laughs> she texted me yesterday. And so I love her. And, and one of the things when she gives her talks that she talks about is when you climb Mount Everest, you don't just go straight to the top. You actually have to build in time to retreat. So you, you only go to, to the first camp and then you've got to go back to where you started. And then you've got to go to the first camp in a little bit. Then you have to go back to where you started. And the, the retreat is built in in order for you to get to the top. And so I think what that has helped me realize is that it's not just a forward motion always, and you're just going to keep going forward until you reach the top. You have to build in these times to go back, sort of gather your, uh, gather where you were at. What did you just learn? Take account of, of what is about to happen take again. Stock. Take stock again, to the number one, and then continue on to that next deal. But it's not get to the next deal and then just go to the next one. It's always get to where you're going to go next. Then we're going to go back we're going to let our bodies adjust. We're going to continue to talk about what needs to happen. So I, I love that when we sort of build, if we think about going backwards as a way to go forwards, mm, then it makes brilliant. a whole heck of a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, and how about if we take it like in the category? So I like the three C's and thinking about if then uh, celebrate, yep. congratulate and console. And I have plans in my life, this idea of like, if something happens, y'all, it's not if my dad died, it's when my dad died, yeah. uh -huh. then this happens, yeah. right? And, you know, some of, some people call it, if you're going to therapy, your therapist might say you're preparing for suffering. Yeah. But what I like to think about it, you know, especially when it's outwards and it's how I'm loving on people and loving on the world, some of my biggest regrets in life have been the way I've showed up. Or yeah. not shown up for yeah. people. Yeah. Um, you know, my my husband, uh, he's, I mean, I'm biased. I hit the jackpot. I think I just have not only the, the best looking guy, the smartest guy, the funniest guy, he's an all arounder. And one of the things my husband did is graduate college a little later um, than the traditional path. And I planned a party. Flew in his entire family to this party, mm -hmm. had it catered, all that kind of stuff. Do you know who wasn't at the party? Yeah. Me. Because I had a holiday party I needed to cater. Mm -hmm. And I, mind you, needed to cater. Listen to my Freudian slips there. Yeah. I didn't cook the food. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't necessarily my biggest client. Like, yes. I just, 
I had to be there for other people. And I, and I think back now, and I'm so glad that that wasn't the last celebration I got to have with him, right? Yeah. We've been married about seven or eight years in there somewhere. Uh, and, you know, we've been together about 15 and there's been more. But to think about the way I, I would have never, oh, I would never do that again. So when you're celebrating somebody, you know, celebrating yourself, have it on the list. When you're consoling somebody, you know, anyone who's in the club of grief, it, it you know, it's it's one thing to send the casserole and to be there at day one. But, you know, if someone leaves this earth, we've got to keep that checking in, that posting about them, that asking, yeah. you know, the holidays can be so, so heavy and hard. But like if if you have priorities in your life and you if then them, yeah. especially around celebrating, congratulating and consoling, yeah. then I'm telling you right now, y'all bank accounts can differ. It's like yeah. money and weight here. We say in the South money and weight. They come, they go. Yeah. Right. You can always find more. Okay. Yeah. 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 But you'll be so proud of the person that you are yeah. and the person you've shown up as. And that I think is maybe an unspoken part of feeling better is that it is, it is very hard though, not impossible to feel bad when you're helping somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. If I guess if you were to continuously use this language, you've got that in the forefront of your head, living. If then that correlation, like you said, produces so much great stuff. Do you think maybe for people who are not used to doing that, would you write these things down? Like, I know you were using the analogy, if I reach this goal, this is going to happen. You know, I, and I just want to double check. Would you recommend that they would literally start off having these goals in a if then statement? Is that something that would be helpful yeah. or just totally, by thinking, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I think it depends on what your learning style is and analytical style is. I'll tell you some of my best if then moments come floating in my pool with my best friend beside me as we take. So we do dash and splash in the summer because we want to be fit. We want to be tan and we want an excuse to hang out. So we do our 5k, we end up in the pool and then we float there for like 30 minutes wondering, do we really have to go back to work? Well, no, I guess we don't have to. But this idea, if you've got dreamer friends, if you yourself are a dreamer and a creative, well, then you can, if then all you want, well, if this happens, I mean, we, by the way, and and Jim, I'll see if you agree with me here. I think we actually do this a lot as society in society, because how many times have you been like, if you win the lottery, what would you do? Yeah, yeah. that's true. If you never had to work again, right? Like, yeah. but what we don't do is we don't revisit it, right? We don't like add on to it, right? Like if y'all won the lottery, what would you do is a fair question, right? But then it's like, well, and then what? And then if, if then you got really famous and people were resentful, then like what would happen? Mm-hmm. But then like, if you got really famous and then you had like a whole um, ch- childhood cancer wing named after you, then what, right? Like yeah. how would you use that new form platform? Right? Like, and, and I'll tell you, it's, it's so, <laughs> so much fun, whether you write it down, whether you make it visual, like it's incredible how just dreaming is so expansive. Yeah. And as kids, we love to dream until somewhere along the way, people are like, well, welcome to reality. That's not practical, you know, Yeah. as adults. Yeah. I think the more we can get back to that, the better it's going to be for everybody. I love it. it so my favorite quote um, is dash and splash. Is my, the, you know, when we first started this podcast, it was, you know, tell us your, the best piece of advice you've ever heard. Um, and so for me, that comes from a quote from Maya Angelou and, and it's, you know, do the best you can until you know better. And then when you know better, do better. And I think that that's at the heart of what you're saying right there, which is if then, if you're going to do this, when you get to that point, 
you know, the, the then to me is do better, right? That's, that's what it is. It's not uh, the outcome. It's, it's part of the mm -hmm. continuous learning process and journey of, of, you know, I, Jim and I both are, are lifetime learners. And it's one of the things we enjoy probably the most is continuing to figure out what can we do better? And, and that is something that um, I love thinking of life in an if then, if, if mm -hmm. I learn something new, then I need to do better. And that's, that's I think, uh, a, a good goal for, yeah. for us to have. Is it weird if one of my favorite quotes is my own? <laughs> yes. Scott Stratton would tell you <laughs> that that is uh, not okay. Oh. <laughs> what is your third thought that rocks, Rachel? Bring us home. Great news. Free refills. That would be my third thought. Free refills. Um, like and whether you have a hard rock hurricane glass to refill, totally your call. Yes. But what I mean by this is this free refill of, you know, I, I think sometimes, especially in our line of work, people look at us and it's like, gosh, you're so happy. You're so energetic. You're so vibrant. You're so, well, I don't know. No one's called me wise, but like, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe smart ass, you know, I don't know, but we'll see how it goes. But this idea that like, this is this never ending fountain. Like, am I a glass half full? person? No, I'm a glasses overflowing person. Yeah. Like I just think there's so much goodness and abundance, all the stuff, but even I need to refill myself. And so what that looks like is understanding your sources of refilling and the way that I've, I think we stumble into it. We try and go to those um, places, our energizer list, for example, but sometimes we're not getting the juice like we used to, you know, it's like, have you ever had a restaurant or maybe a favorite food product? And you're like, I distinctly remember wheat thins. If you were mm -hmm. listening, wheat thins, I got a bone to pick <laughs> when I was about 14, they came out. It was the first time I had ever remembered when I saw the box it said new better improved flavor or something like that yeah. and that is code for cheaper yes yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper right but i remember eating it and y'all it sounds so corny but i remember what wheat thins used to taste like as a kid and i loved wheat thins and now i'm like wheat thins are an acceptable accessory to my you know cheese board yeah <laughs> long story short is is that like i couldn't go back to wheat thins and feel the same way and this is a corny way to say well what are the sources you're pulling from i think it's got to be inspirational sources you've got to know your physical yeah. energy sources your mental energy sources and your execution sources and what i mean by that is inspirational means where can you go you know the, the light is always on right where you can go i find it from fellow keynote speakers right like your mastermind you're talking about my mastermind is so, I can bring a business problem. I can bring a personal problem. I can bring like a piece of shade that I'm just yep. like, is all my ego. And I'm yes. like, please check me. Boom. How about, um, you know, co-working with people, accountability, like that, that is helpful for me. How about freaking YouTube and podcasts, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I dare myself to feel worse after listening to Les Brown or E.T. the hip hop preacher or, um, you know, Tucker Bryan or Ashley Hayes, right? Those are spoken word poets. When I listen to y'all, here's the thing. It's a 30 to 40 minute podcast of thoughts that rock with two friends who just happen to be incredible keynote speakers and presenters that bring on awesome guests. Like try to not feel inspired, right? So that's an inspirational source, physical sources. Y'all, I, I could skip my Peloton workouts, which yes, I am one of those. So of course I have to mention it on a podcast. Yes. So thank you. Bingo square right there. Peloton. But like y'all, sometimes I will make a green juice, which I love my juicer and I'll sit my juice. I may not have worked out in weeks and I'll be like, Hmm, 
ah, am I the epitome of health? Maybe. Like, look at me. So y'all, if I'm not physically feeling physically energized, I know that juicing, I know that walking the dog, I know that actually talking to people, you know, and getting my body up and moving around, uh, you know, the mental energy sources, meditating, reading music, you know, I'm really big um, into, I married a metal musician. So I'm into metal and punk and hardcore. And yeah. sometimes I'm really into Cardi B and yeah. Nicki Minaj and, you know, and then sometimes more often than I'd like to admit, I am blasting Enya. All right. Okay. It used to be that I blast, I blast Enya in the shower when I would have rough days. And now I'm like, no, no, Enya, like Enya side note, if Enya's listening to this, first of all, great choice of a podcast. <laughs> Second of all, do you know that Enya, like she's worth like 25 million, $30 million. She is never toured ever. She is truly an goals. enigma, which is another, another, another great band. And then finally, you know, your executional goals. And this one was for me. I think we can see how maybe all of those make sense. You have your inspirational goals, your physical energy goals, your mental energy goals, but your execution um, sources that you can pull from, yep. yo, these are the people that just make you do it. And that is my team where I can delegate. How about it's my family? Like sometimes I'll call my baby brother, which, you know, he's all of about 24 now. And I'll be like, Paul. And he'll be like, yo, are we still on for dinner? And I'm like, yes, but you have to call me before you get in the car. Because if I don't have this done, like I can't hang out with you. And I will always pick my family over my business. Like that is a big values, right? I, Brant, I know I'm speaking yep. to your, your language, right? 100%. When it comes to values, you can see it on my calendar. You can yep. see it in my bank account now, right? Yep. I'm not not living that disjointed life anymore. Yeah. But I also know that if I tell my baby brother that I will literally reject him for dinner if I don't do this thing, yes. you know, apparently I do have to do the, that QuickBooks accounting yeah. or whatever it might be. <laughs> and finally, like remembering that like Fiverr is out there, you know, like um, other speakers are out there. I love referring other speakers because not every client's my ideal client. My ideal client meets me and then we do an event together and they're like, I wish we could go to Cabo. And I'm like, why yeah. not? Like, let's go to Cabo, yeah. right? Yeah. But like, that's not always somebody else's ideal, somebody else's ideal audience, right? And I love that we live in a world where you can just be like, you know what? This isn't for me. This is for someone else. Yeah. But when you understand that you can get free refills and that's independent on anyone else, like, you know, YouTube's always there. Meditation's always there. Green juice, I think, is always there. Um, but what about you guys? Like when it comes to free refills, where do you find your sources of energy? Where to start? I mean, you just you listed off a bunch of those. I mean, that's there are a couple for sure. Podcasts. I'm a I'm a. I'm a reader, a voracious reader of boring business books. I'm with you. I told Brant, I probably now have a thousand books in my library at home and not a single one of fiction. It's money, it's business, but- And you've read them. That's but amazing. But I've read them. And, and, and part of the goal was exactly, Brant, what you were saying. I just want to make sure that I have enough arrows in the quiver where I could have a conversation with somebody. So I just think if something's not broken, break it. I am all about trying to figure out how can I make it better today than it was yesterday. So that's where my mind goes. So I read a lot, um, but for sure, listen to podcasts, but watching other speakers as well. Um, that, that's probably, that's probably for me, my, my focus. I go to TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the truth. Definitely a dopamine. I, yeah. I, you know, have followed enough of what I like uh, that um, I get little bits of inspiration in 
my else. my bite-sized uh, chunks that my brain will handle. Um, Your I'm algorithm? Not, yeah. Even a TED Talk for me, I'm like, all right, this is 11 minutes too long. Um, I need True. I need the TikTok version of this talk if I'm going to stay focused. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, I think that this idea, it's funny. Um, it's one of my rules at a restaurant. If there's no free refills, I won't eat there, um, which is the truth. I, I, we toured for 20 years as the band. And, and when we toured with the band, if they didn't have free refills, I would not eat. Would that be like and, a And I got to say, this is nothing against, but most of the time we had trouble eating at Chinese restaurants. They want to bring you a, um, a can of whatever it is that you want. And then they're going to charge you like three or four bucks for every can of soda. And I'm like, that's seven cents on a pour. I know it is because I asked somebody that owned a restaurant once. I want my free refills. I want my three glasses of Diet Coke or whatever it was I was drinking at that time. And I just, if they didn't have it, I wouldn't do it. But it's interesting to sort of flip that because it, it, it is as much as I joke about TikTok, I mean, I turned my my mother on to TikTok who just watches stupid cat videos and and my dad watches people being scared because the plant comes to life or whoever's in the snowman suit is scaring the shit out of somebody. Like that they they love watching those videos and it brings them joy. And I love that that, you know, um I saw a a video clip of of Gary Vee uh, the other day, just flipping through. And one of the things he said is if you don't like what socials media is giving you, it's because you're watching the wrong things. Go search for the things that energize you that are bringing you life. And that's what you're going to see in the algorithm. And then all of a sudden yeah. it becomes a positive thing and not a negative thing. Yeah. Well, you know, to the Gary Vee point, I think it's brilliant. It's absolutely true. But there's a challenge because people don't know what they want. Anyone who's ever been in leadership, you know, you ask your employees, you're like, what do you want? You ask your children, what do you want? You ask your spouse, what do you want? I made I made a, like a decades long thing of having my husband guess what it is that I want only to be like, no, I don't want that. Try again. Try again. And he's so patient. He's so patient. And anyone out there that's married or in long term friendships or, you know, we do that. And I think that's where it's a really curious exercise where, you know, if you put this, all of these three, three things together, you take stock of your, uh, you know, adders and subtractors, right? The ebb and flow of energy, the, the um, you know, fuels and depleters. Then you go into the if the thens, and then you say, you know what, I'm going to build out these sources, these, these wells, these vistas that I can visit any time of day or night, they yeah. become like your, um, you know, almost like your, your, your knights of the round table a little bit. They can yeah. be your best advisors. But if yeah. you do, to your point, Brand, if you find yourself like yearning for something you don't have, yeah, go out and seek it. Find other people that are trying to figure out. All we yeah. need is people, you know, one step ahead of us to help yeah. us out, right? There, there's yeah. a great Michelle Obama quote um, when uh, she was here in Charlotte. And she said that when the door of opportunity opens and you walk through, be sure you're pulling someone through with you. And for all the misinformation that might be on TikTok, I think TikTok actually does a great job of trying to help a lot of people pull people through whatever door it is. But Brant, I'm going to need your help because for some reason, all I'm seeing is people who are prison pen pals uh, with hot felons okay. and sheep oh. shearing TikTok. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but it's like the, the sheep. I think it's because my last name, Ed Sheeran. Oh. So that it's Irish and it's sheep. But like, come on, guys. Come on, TikTok. I need to well, spend a little more time on it. I wanted to talk to you about how you can use chat GPT to make a thousand dollars in the next seven days, Rachel. And that's sort of my TikTok. Of what, Remember when it was every, just car warranties? 
I swear everything right now on TikTok is, you know, we moved from drop shipping on Amazon to using Alibaba to, to, uh, you know, make $10,000 a week. And now it's use chat GPT to make a thousand dollars in the next seven days. You know what you'll never see is uh, using chat GPT to be a keynote speaker because we do what other people fear. So at least we've got that going on. Write that down. Boom. I am going to, we're going to use her. She said, uh, that's uh, one of the things she said that we're going to, she uses our tagline thoughts that rock. Try not to be inspired. Like, <laughs> I, that should, we should just, be if we could t-shirt. add at the end of that, I think it yeah. would be the last little part, but it was like, try not to be inspired. Punk. Punk. That's definitely Punk going ass. on the t-shirt. That's it. And this episode <laughs> would have been so much better if Rachel was in. I know. You know, if she wasn't so much darkness, whenever she shows up, Bring she just down. brings everybody down. It's, it's a lot of doom and gloom. That's it. This is some of the most fun we've had in a long, long time. We have some great guests on there, but you are just, you, you that's right. You made me feel better. You are the world. I won't try and sing, but <laughs> you're my inspiration. <laughs> I love it. I love can I can I really can I really fangirl for a moment? I think sure. one thing that's really special about this particular podcast is first of all, you know, you you get what you put out, I think a lot of times, right? So like thanks for making it such a safe space to be able to share and show up authentically and have a good time and not take ourselves so seriously while doing very serious and impactful work. Yeah. Yeah. Um but you know, one one endorsement I can always say is that like seeing you guys on screen right now and seeing you in person and just yeah. knowing you and seeing you, your authenticity before it was a freaking buzzword is so incredibly real. So thanks for letting me be my weird, wonderful oh. self with you weird, wonderful selves. This I is a blast. It. I love it. Rachel, we really just want to be pretty. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what we'd be happy with if people just that, said, you know what? You guys are pretty. <laughs> listen, I'm not just a pretty It's all man. the hair gel. Me, it's yeah. more. Listen, there's, there's more. If Paul Mitchell would just get their shit together and start sponsoring us over here, we'd yes. be in good shape. It's not just about Guys, rebrand. Life. Wait, wait for it. Hair that rocks. Oh, there we go. And then we just talk about hair products. What? That's it. Our podcast. For at least two or three episodes. You know what I'm into now? <laughs> this is totally what? true. A little side desk. It, it is the powder. Did you have you ever tried the powder? Powder what? So you instead of hairspray or gel or paste or you know, any of the pom pom pod pom pomade. How do you say pomade? Yes, whatever that is. I was gonna say pom pom papata. Um it's it's like shaking like powder like literally that's to fill in bald spots no it is not it's not that it is the powder <laughs> delicing like powder tex- it's like a texturizer is it why you use it on dry hair i call it lye it's amazing it's, it holds your hair is in it place. like dry shampoo like look stiff dry shampoo look at, look at this this is this is the little bit of powder so you it's like salt it's like a salt shaker or they have them in a pump now and it comes out like in a little poof of of I think it's live. It's like they put it on powder. dead bodies. It, I'm yeah. telling you, it is a new New York product. Times. Anybody else will tell you. Brant, yeah, Brant yeah, Nansbar, I huge fan like of white powder. Yeah. <laughs> this is some guy on the side of the road. Did you get it at a circus? It literally, they sell it at the at the circus. salons. Yes, it's a little powder. Okay. You, it's like you, you you do this and you talc it, whatever, and then it just holds your hair in place and gives it volume without hairspray or anything else. It's so much healthier for your hair. You never mind. So, and so ready for trend tips from so, brand. You're so Aquanet, you guys. You got to get with this. So, this just to wrap up, <laughs> the topic of how to feel better as you live, how to look lead, better. and succeed. 
here are the three. We got take stock. Take stock. Right? We got if then. If then. Correlations we loved. Yes. And then free refills. Free refills. And we will have all of this and a little bit of some information behind each one of those in the show notes. And uh, Rachel, seriously, this was awesome. This was fun. And it isn't just because you made me have a big head here. I'm, I'm saying this for both of us. You're a rock star. Yes. And, uh, and it's just Thank fun to watch you. your trajectory Certified. and what you're doing. And this is fun. I know we're going to see you in person. You're going to be in our neck of the woods Yay. here in a couple of weeks. Yes. Where can people get a little bit more information about you or about the things that you're doing? Totally. If you want to follow me professionally, you know, tips, articles, motivational stuff, that's going to be typically on my LinkedIn. Or if you want to be part of my pre-launch team for my book called Better, How to Feel Good as You Live, Lead, and Succeed, you can go to rachelsharon.com. There's going to be a banner up at the top that says join the, the launch list. Um, if you're more interested in my very cute pitbull or my very good looking husband, that's where you hang out with me on Instagram. I was like, but... I, where, where do you follow you unprofessionally? Like, is that something yeah. like freaking peeping through your damn dining room window? Totally. <laughs> I, you know what? I do have to watch. I have to watch it. There are people that are fans. So we call my husband King Sharon. Because she call, he calls me Queen Sharon, and there are some rabid King Sharon fans out there, so I got to keep them happy. So that's that's a lot of the content I love on that. Instagram. That is too. Jim, funny. if you want to follow me unprofessionally, yes. <laughs> I know just show you know, up with some dry powder. We want dry powder, and I'm in. Apparently, I don't know how that works. Hashtag styled by Brant. Oh, yes. dry powder is my new rap name. <laughs> What's Rachel, up, man? Dry powder in the house. It is so awesome so to see you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to close this out professionally. I think. <laughs> I hope this is. I hope this is usable. <laughs> usable. We're not editing Are you a single me? thing. Oh my gosh! This is going down in the vault forever. Seriously, <laughs> oh. you're the best. We love you. Thanks for for just spending a little bit of time with us. This was amazing. Take Thank care. you, y'all. We we'll see you, you soon. You bet. Dry powder forever. <laughs> Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, and listen, we know how busy you are. And grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom that can amp up your life are super hard to come by. So we hope this episode helped you enough for you to maybe subscribe and consider leaving us a rating and a review so that we can continue to grow the show. Thus That Rock is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and also supports Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They're amazing. Their work is incredible. To learn more, please go to cannonballkidscancer.org. Finally, if you're interested in having Brant or Jim or both of us speak at your event, whether as a virtual webinar or an in-person conference keynote or mastermind, contact us directly at thoughtsetrock.com. Until next time, rock, rock on. on! Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, your gateway to a new dimension of wellness featuring discussions with world-renowned experts, pioneers, champions, and professionals. Experience high-end production, sophistication, and easily applicable tips and tricks for everyday life. Your journey to wellness, it starts here and it starts now. Tune in to the Wellness Driven Life Show and become a part of the evolution of driven living.